BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to The Glowdown by Breaking Beauty. Our mid-month episode featuring Breaking Beauty news, what products we're loving and not so much, plus insider celebrity hair and makeup tips. And the trends that are blowing up our DMs, we've got the hot takes coming right up. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty. It is the middle of June. Are you feeling sexy and summer-like, Carlene? <laughs> oh, my God. Am I ever? <laughs> no, um, I'm feeling very basic, although... We are both wearing the same outfit. Oh, yeah. So we should... that's not a slag, but I think this is amazing because this used to happen when I worked at the magazine. Wall you of know? Same. The Wall of Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And We've so talked about this before. We have. So we're yeah. both wearing almost the identical white t shirt, yeah. black skinny jeans, and Birkenstocks. It's the Monday uniform. Yeah. <laughs> it's how I'm getting through my day today. Exactly. So I hope all of you guys have your Burks on and are comfy dump ready for this episode because we are delivering we have so much today we've yeah. got jane larkworthy oh my god so happy former editor of w magazine basically beauty my editor beauty editor thank mm-hmm. you basically my hero when i was a baby beauty editor i was yeah. just like jane mm-hmm. jane's addiction her column like yep. who didn't love it yeah so she's just charming and witty and so smart and that always came through in her writing and yeah. we were delighted to be able to sit down with her when we were in New York last month yeah so we're Absolutely. she's reinventing herself and we're going to tell you all about that I'm just going to mention real quick she's the columnist at the cut now yes which is part of why we wanted to sit down and talk to her but yeah. she's also talking about branching out onto another platform so we're going to save that up for you and let her tell you about that exactly and before that happens I just need to mention that you probably saw over the weekend I was at founder made yes by the time you hear this, that will be done. And we've talked about this before. Amazing event, over 100 vendors in beauty and wellness in mm-hmm. New York. It's called the Consumer Discovery Show. And there's also some really big headlining guests like Huda Katan, Bobby Brown, and we're the exclusive beauty podcast. Yeah. So um, look out for the highlight reel of your your time on the floor at Foundermate. We're going to be packaging that all up in a special episode. That'll be coming into your feed next week. Exactly. Awesome. Yay. Okay. But before we get into Um, our chat with Jane we wanted to bring you guys the deets on a couple of treatments that we've tried yeah Um, you did the body I did the face that's right and then also some key new launches that we have to get you guys um, in the loop about all right Carlene the four seasons in Toronto they've just renovated I was back I was there back in January but you went to check out the scene of the new the new and improved digs so what does it look like what did you get done so tell everybody 
I was invited to come in and try the lime and macadamia scrub, which is a new service that launched in March. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, just coming in, they, you know, they added some lovely millennial pink. Um, They have the the quintessential velvet sofa Mm -hmm. in the lounge, Um, but a really nice assortment of curated giftables that you can buy. So jewelry and really chic swimsuits and body products and skincare products. So it's really nice, but they didn't need to renovate anything else because Mm -hmm. the pool is huge. It's an indoor pool with a gigantic um, skylight. So I was able to spend the afternoon there and um, enjoy my treatment and a little bit of R and R. Yeah. Um, but what I think is, is that why you weren't a- answering my Slack messages? Um, I was in a meeting. Okay. <laughs> what I think is worth mentioning is um, the scrub is a dry scrub. There's no shower step to it. Okay. And that was new to me. So you're lying there on this bed. Yeah. And they're just like, I'm gonna hit you with the scrub first. Yeah. Get exactly. rid of all your scaly bits before summer. Yeah. So. It's it's the it's a sugar scrub, okay. which I'm sure you've had that before. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so great for exfoliating mm-hmm. and um, getting the blood flow stimulated. So it's a sustainably harvested cane sugar from Australia from a, a brand called I had never heard of it before. It's called Jindilly. Mm-hmm. But what they do is they refine it so it's very fine sugar. Okay. Sorry, it's raw. I shouldn't say it's refined. I don't know. It's made fine. Yeah. Um, so that you don't need water to dissolve it. So they Got just it. take the really rich macadamia and lime butter. Yeah. And when they massage that in, it just breaks down all of the sugar. How do they apply the the uh, sugar scrub, though? Is there a brush involved? Yeah. So there's a um, one of those long handle dry brushes that oh, they use. Oh, that's how she works it into your skin. Yeah, exactly. So even though it is a fine grain, you're still getting it. Yeah, you y- still feel that nice yeah. bit of grit that's yes. giving you like that yes. lovely massage. And another thing I was impressed with when, you know how you have to fill out that form before yeah. you go in? They had asked, what's your preference? Mm-hmm. Light, medium, or um, intense? Yeah. Like level of massage. I love that because I think that's a miss that yeah. a lot of people, a lot of places don't ask. They just expect you to say. And mm-hmm. some people are too shy or don't find the right time or whatnot anyway um yeah the macadamia oil can it has like squalene in it and linoleic acid so it really helps to lock in that moisture and I think as as the um woman who gave me the treatment had said like a lot of times when you get these scrubs you just then go and wash it off right away yeah so it's which I like yeah, I don't. Different I, I strokes. Just, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I liked. I liked having no shower. I didn't have to get off the bed. I didn't have to come out of my zone. Mm-hmm. You know, you want the room to be that little bit extra warm. Yeah. Do you you get to a massage at any point in this treatment, or well, is it yeah, just a scrub? When they, when they apply the cream, okay. You know, it's obviously like in a massaging right. motion. But I just wasn't sure if it still felt a bit gritty when you're getting not at that point okay. not at that point okay. so yeah it's 60 minutes it's 225 dollars it's steep if you're the type of person who treats yourself maybe for a special birthday once a year yeah. it's a nice little indulgence yeah. um but i personally would save up for it and do it in the winter that's mm-hmm. when i turn into a total snake yeah. my skin's so scaly Amazing. i feel like i need to go through like a car wash yeah yeah 
it's nice to do before like if you were gonna do any self tanning or whatever that yeah. sounds amazing yeah and how about you um I got served also mm-hmm. yeah I went to Victoria Radford's new beauty studio in mm-hmm. Toronto and we've talked about Victoria before on the show but mm-hmm. she is a makeup artist and yep. a facialist right she's been on the road with Fergie she's done a lot of celebrity clients mm-hmm. um and I received what she calls the Hollywood facial now okay. why I bring this up on the episode is that the Hollywood facial apparently is um that kind of same concept is done by a lot of different facialists in New York Georgia Louise for instance Mm -hmm. she does Sandra Bullock she does Kate Blanchett she Mm -hmm. does Linda Evangelista apparently she has something um with a similar name okay what makes this different is that it uses a machine it's called the Ionzyme DF machine Mm -hmm. so it's no wonder you had to look it up yeah it's called Ion Mm -hmm. picture it like Ion enzyme like enzyme Mm -hmm. ionzyme df machine the whole purpose of this machine is that it almost conducts the energy it uses sound waves and electrical currents to conduct the product deeper into your skin okay so i'm holding like a uh, it's almost like a joystick in my hand right and it feels a bit tingly and then she's using the the wand part on my face yeah so it sort of grounds it or something yeah exactly yeah, and you can feel you can feel it in your hand tingling mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. but she also did like pore extraction and mm-hmm. she just when I first walked in the room she was like are you ready for the best skin of your life and I was like uh yeah That's bold. like when someone's that confident you're yeah. just like oh hell yeah I'm Bring ready it. and so she used the EGF products on me she customizes all of them for mm-hmm. depending on your skin type your skin tone your age um but the egf products which i really love are from iceland yeah and it's very expensive product which is why i think this particular treatment is a little pricey too it's mm-hmm. 275 dollars. okay something you would do maybe once a season yeah which um i have done a combination of microdermabrasion and cold laser before and that's around yeah. the same price point mm-hmm. no one would know that i had just gone for a facial my skin was very even no Mm -hmm. redness Mm -hmm. pores were smaller Mm -hmm. that whole thing so I just I thought it was really really great and that she can customize it to anybody's skin type I think is important also that you're not getting a cookie cutter Mm -hmm. treatment Mm -hmm. and I'm seeing the results still you know Mm -hmm. I had some acne breakouts I found Mm -hmm. that those were minimized the breakout scarring yeah Yeah. your skin looks glowy today I noticed it for sure really I had no makeup on today oh wow I noticed there was something different I just didn't know exactly what it was yeah, so I Good think you're, you. I'm seeing it that's unusual for you you don't normally go makeup free. no never and also I was traveling a lot last yeah. week which usually makes me break out like crazy because right. I'm in all these different time zones yeah. and sleeping weird it's really nice when you keep seeing the benefits yeah for sure that's when you're like okay yeah. it's an investment worth making yeah exactly all right enough about treatments and us getting yeah you know our R&RN yeah um, all in the name of beauty what mm-hmm products have you been trying at home that you're loving right now? All right, let's talk about what's damn good. Yes. Um, I tried something that is not that new. It launched last year, but I'm going to talk about it anyway because it was that damn good. Okay. So it's the Revlon Youth FX Fill and Blur Foundation. Mm -hmm. It's an SPF 20. And I had been sort of griping to you Mm -hmm. that I was missing my perfect foundation I it had been a long time since I found sort of the holy grail I if I did I forgot what it was I had been trying all kinds of different ones this year and also blending Mm -hmm. um, some that were more full coverage with lighter weight and anyway I ended up just finding this one in my beauty closet and I was like what the hell let's go for it it is lightweight 
and it fills and blurs as the name suggests with optical diffusers. Um, but what I really like about it, it's a medium to high coverage and it really evened out my tone. Yeah. So as we know, I have a lot of skin redness mm-hmm. and I also have some sunspots, mm-hmm. freckles. I don't mind showing the freckles, but those thicker blotches, yeah. they can be covered up. And so when I put it on, I use a beauty blender to mm-hmm. blend it because it is quite thick. It's almost like a mousse consistency, yeah. but it comes out of in a tube. So I had read online a review that somebody was saying they had a hard time sort of blending it in. But I think with the beauty blender, like I had no issues yeah. at all. And it it was really one of those things where I could have done a half half face yeah. and shown you and you would be like, wow, that's great. Um, so do you think this is like Linda Wells influence on Revlon products because she used to be the editor in chief of Allure yeah. and now she's, um, at Revlon, maybe, maybe, um, influencing some textures, product ideas, yeah. who knows? I know nothing, but if I had to wager a guess, yeah. I would say yeah. she's probably doing some quality control. Yeah. Um, I just think it's the loveliest soft matte that does not leave your face looking like a mask. Yes. And the other big benefit to it, I would say, is that the results last all day. Like I'm wearing it right now. And I just found like, even at the end of the day, people were being like, your makeup looks great. Yeah. And, and so I just, it's been so long since I've had that. Yeah. Um, No powder required. The only hit, right? Totally. Totally. The only thing that I would say that is not the best is mm-hmm. the fact that it comes in 12 shades yeah which is pretty paltry compared to the new standard which is 40 shades I bet they're gonna get on that probably yeah probably yeah it's great that the biggest news right now is that the whole 40 shade standard is now coming to drugstores yes as well and we know that because I just went to the CoverGirl event yeah um, this past I missed week it. tell me yeah so I I ran that on our on our stories it's um it was for the launch of CoverGirl True Blend Matte Made Liquid Foundation bit of a mouthful um, it launched on June 1st here in Canada. I think it was in the U S for two weeks before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and their claim was that it's the first to mass market with that number of shades. Okay. Although we did start getting some DMS of people being like, I thought Maybelline was onto that. Yeah. I missed the memo. I don't know what's up with the 40 shades yeah. for Maybelline. Maybe that was like a line extension for one of their lines or something. Could but this be. seems to be a brand, brand new range. Could be. So I'm going to run down the features for you guys right now. Pore minimizing, comfortable matte, transfer resistant, 12 hour wear. Sounds like their answer to Fenty Beauty. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I will admit I haven't gotten a chance to try it yet because I've been so hooked on my Revlon. <laughs> I didn't want to put it down, but yeah. they did shade match me. I will be trying it. Um, I will put it in our chat. I'll put room. it in our chat room. So if you guys want to join, yeah. let's all chat. Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. Search that on Facebook. Yeah. And I should mention anything we talk about in the show today, anything at all will be on our blog, breakingbeautypodcast.com. And so with the 40 shades, it they have light, medium, tan, and deep um, tones. And then within those families, they have cool, warm, and neutral. And the warm refers to golden shades. So okay. a lot of editors were really impressed that um, they paid attention to the undertones yeah. with the 40 shades. So I think there's a higher likelihood or expectation anyway, that there's going to be better shade matching than what some other brands that have a lot of shades. I'll be curious to try it because to be honest with you, even though Fenty has 40 shades, it was one of my most difficult foundations to match. Yeah. I barely wear it because it, uh, even though I went into Sephora, I bought it, paid for this, still doesn't match me very well. Very curious. I feel like 
cover girl. If they're going to do this, they're going to freaking nail it. Yeah. And what I love about it is they have women of color in leadership roles yeah. driving this change. Right. So you're actually have a lot of representation mm-hmm. at the top. And that is what needed to happen in yeah. order to see this roll out into drugstores, in my opinion. Yeah. Really bold choices for spokespeople. They have yeah. a race car driver. They have yeah. Mimas. They have Issa They're killing it with the rebranding. Absolutely. Um, oops. There goes my water, guys. The proof is in the pudding, mm-hmm. and it will really be about, because I know, like, you had mentioned that Jouet and mm-hmm. Dior were also coming out with 40 shades. So Jouet was 50. It's really crazy. going to just come down to what is the best foundation, yeah. not who's first, but what is the best. Mm-hmm. And so that will be you know, what's going to happen in the next couple months, everybody weighing in and who's going to come out the winner. We'll see. I know that someone in our chat room said that they had bought it already and are Mm -hmm. trying it. They're making a YouTube video about it. So yeah, please report back. I want to hear everybody DM us. And we do need, we do need multiple reviews because I know I'd spoken to a professional makeup artist who was talking about Fenty and she had said the finish ranged widely the finish and the performance based on the tone yeah it could so, oxidize or yeah whatever. like so if you're, f- you're putting it on a fair person could be very different than somebody with deeper um skin tone so yeah we need everybody to weigh in and yeah and let's find out let's hear it and okay exciting, i'm just though. gonna bring bring you some other hot breaking news i'm breaking do beauty. it do it this is for all my manicure lovers out there um launching in july we have from cnd shellac this mm-hmm. i'm gonna look this up the CND Shellac Lux. Okay. This is a gel polish, and what is new and different about it is that it. Do you mind if I have a cookie while we talk? Go for it. Okay, I brought this a dozen chocolate chip cookies. I'm so sorry. Please continue. Don't don't eat it on the mic. So oh no. it's the future of nail polish removal. I adore shellac i've been a devoted user of it it's the only gel polish that lasts on me i do a lot of television i couldn't survive without cnd mm-hmm. just your hands are constantly on close-up it's crazy um and they've just continued to innovate and the most annoying part everybody will admit even though if you love cnd you're like oh like i love shellac but i hate the removal mm-hmm. so it's acetone you normally sit there for 10 freaking minutes your fingers are cooking in acetone with tin foil doesn't feel good it's the worst so this is a 60 second removal Mm -hmm. and still the two-step application Mm -hmm. and um it's gets rid of the polish off your nails in 60 seconds no nail damage i haven't tried it yet can't wait to try it i just think it's so incredible that they keep innovating yeah kudos in this category because Mm -hmm. They're a professional brand Mm -hmm. and they're thinking about salon owners and spa owners who can't, frankly, from a dollars and cents point of view, having have a client sitting there in a Mm -hmm. chair for 10 minutes, just getting polish Mm -hmm. removed. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And from a customer point of view, who wants to sit there for 10 minutes doing nothing? You can't even use your iPhone. Mm -hmm. Cardinal sin. Oh my God. (laughs) That has to go immediately. Right. But you'd be surprised like Mm -hmm. how often it's. You're 10 minutes like, oh. is long with no phone. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. And you got to answer emails. You got to multitask, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they're solving that coming out in July. Good stuff. Can't I wait know. to hear more from CND. Yeah. Um, and are we, are, are we ready to roll on to our headliner? Yes. Here? I'm, we've made everyone wait long enough to hear from Jane Larkworthy, mm-hmm. our special guest. Yeah. So Jane has been, as we said, reinventing herself. She's now got her column at the cut, which mm-hmm. I read faithfully. Yeah. Who doesn't love the cut? And as we said, she's going to be heading into new territory, may or may not be, still figuring it out. But we certainly had fun 
breaking it down, yeah, chatting we, about it. And we talked about intermittent fasting. Yep. We talked about what's on her top shelf, what she thinks is complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, all of the above. She is so hilarious. So you guys are going to want to listen right to the very end. Without further ado, let's hear from Jane Larkworthy. I I want I'm dying to do one yeah Yeah. I'm ready to start my own blog yeah which I also want to include e-commerce in because like (gasps) I might get in trouble but I don't care I don't care I don't work for anybody yes it's very nice to be a free agent and I want to do a podcast and I think yeah well do you know cherry bomb yes okay so she's my best friend Carrie Diamond yeah I was supposed to actually guest host yesterday like if she's traveling she's like can you do it yeah and I live for it. Like, I just want to do a podcast. They're so much fun. Yeah. And I know they're a lot of work. And so far, I've figured it out. And I'm thinking if I did my own podcast and my own blog, but I'm friends with these people because I've been in industry for 700 years, that <laughs> I would get them in and I just have to be careful to... Like, I, I want to do something of, like, what you do off-duty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cook with Dick Page. Yeah. Amazing. You know, and just, like, make the frying pan sound and all that yeah. kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am still figuring it out, but I do love yeah. to talk. at W for a 16 years yeah so yeah. how are you feeling about freelance I don't know life? if I ever want to go full-time again I That's because I I, I really like the liberation of it I did a panel uh, with Club Monaco last night and when they first invited me they said the email was we're doing a panel called women who came before and I was like thanks a lot <laughs> <laughs> but I thought own it like if yeah. you're saying came before social media or came before, I was clearly the oldest in the group, I believe, mm-hmm. by 20 years, which is kind of painful, but I was. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying, like, I'm, you know, I don't have that late 90s salary that I had at W, but I'm so much happier. Yeah. And I bike around the city and I've cut my Amex bill in half and mm-hmm. I'm saying yes to everything. And I do, and I am, not that it's monetary or mercenary or whatever, but I am making more and more money as I just say yes to certain things. Yeah. But then like we're, we were talking about, I, I want to do a blog yeah. and I would like to make some money on the blog. So I speak to people like Kim France, who was the editor in chief of Lucky. Mm-hmm. Now she has girls of a certain age yeah. and she does e-commerce. And I yeah. think I've got the voice, maybe not as powerful or as widespread as hers is, but I, I'm optimistic that that might be the next thing to do. So what do you do in the cut column if people haven't uh, had oh, a chance to check it yeah. out? Um, oh God, it's just a gift from heaven, this column. <laughs> um, the cut's editor, Stella Bugby, and I were on a panel at South by Southwest about five years ago that Eva Chen asked us to be on. It's name-dropping like crazy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so she and I kept in touch, and you know, I see her all the time, obviously, at work events and stuff and she called me in January and she's like your voice isn't utilized enough and we'd love you to interview the the way that I pitch it is the top brass of the beauty industry or the mm-hmm. bold face names and it's everyone from the CEO of Cody to the makeup artist Dick Page so it's kind of like Half, you know, not, I don't know about half, but, you know, partially corporate, partially artistic, mm-hmm. um, an up-and-comer, someone who is radically changing the industry. And the format is I, 
I always overwrite, but I have a, like a 400, 500 word interview that introduces them to you so you can get to know them, which is a challenge because yeah. the people I know, that's very easy. And I can tell a funny anecdote or two. And those who I don't know, the formula that I take is I send the questions to them. And Sorry, there are about 30 questions and they're mostly silly. Like what is always in your refrigerator? What is your fancy lingerie brand or your daily underwear yeah. um, because I'm fascinated with that topic um, <laughs> and just and I try to change it up all the time but there are always about five or six beauty trend related questions so I can you know yeah. get their expert opinions about that but you have I mean that's the thing you have access to so many incredible people and also relationships so your yeah. ear is super to the ground so like tell us what you think is bubbling in terms of what's next the next big things in beauty? Um, I think clean is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah. I have kind of drunk the drunk elephant Kool-Aid mm -hmm. in that 100% organic doesn't necessarily mean, I, as I'm saying these yeah. words with hesitation because I'm just, I can hear people being like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Do, does anyone? Yeah. Like, I think we're all still figuring it out. Right. What formulas work and you know, all in moderation, whatever. But Tiffany Masterson of Drunk Elephant um, was saying how her products are clean and mm -hmm. there are some great synthetics. Yeah. And she had me, she has had me off foundation and concealer for three weeks and it is the most liberating feeling for me. Like, I know you can mm -hmm. see my age spots and my under eye circles, but they're lessening because I'm taking better care of my skin yeah. and I don't have beige crap on every neckline anymore and yeah. I don't look like I'm trying so hard with the yeah color that's always wrong because I don't know if I'm pink or sallow like yeah curious to know what's dramatically changed your skin like what products you're loving for me here. for me my, I will break out or get red if you look at me the wrong way and while I was interviewing her for the cut and it was on the phone um you know you make it about yourself at some point and I was like dry, big pores, red, inflammation, broken capillary, you know, all that stuff. And because I went straight from like heavily sebaceous skin needing to like mop it up with tissues to dry and red. Yeah. Like I, people will tell me I have great skin and I refuse to believe them because I've just always been the one with horrible skin. So I, and I remember when I was 30, I was like, oh, I'll be happy when I'm 60. Not that I'm 60, but I think the oiliness has sort of saved my skin a little, but, yeah. um, I don't know. She, she, I just feel like it's less red mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and less blotchy in the morning. I, I know it by heart. Now I use Lala Proteini, Marula oil, her tinted moisturizer and Vitamin C. Oh, I got it. And the, and the gel, hydrating gel. Oh, yeah. good. And then at night, it's about half of that with a glycolic. And I, what, I, what I'm fascinated with is you mix it all together. Yeah, I know. I like that too. The smoothie. Blend it all. The smoothie. But have we ever done that with anything? Yeah. No. We, we've all been trained layer, layer, layer. And all I know is like I think my skin looks better yeah. than it has. Yeah. And yeah. Sitting across we, from you, it looks real damn yeah. good. It's like glowy. Well, I yeah. also have her new bronzer on. Bronzer. She's launching Ooh. a new bronzer, which Hot she recommends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forget its name. <laughs> which you, she recommends you blend it with, I guess, either the hydrator or the um, Marilla oil. And I just kind of yeah. like dab yeah. it on my cheeks. And Tell us what products are buzzing that you think are actual crap. 
Oh. Or services or trends or whatnot. Um, I'm not sure I get the... Uh, you guys are going to call it out and <laughs> you say it, not me. I'm not sure I, I get the blood in your moisturizer mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's doing that again? Some doctor, um, maybe Stern. Barbara Stern. Did you send me the questions beforehand? No. Or rapid fire. This is a bitches. We're just put you right on the spot. Oh yeah, Barbara Stern blood cream. No, I'm not saying it didn't make me break out. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. It wasn't for me. A lot of things just aren't for me. That's a problem with skincare. You like how I'm deflecting your question? Yeah, (laughs) I like that. What works for me might not work for you. So it's a good time to. To thank the universe with your cleanser. Do it in thanking motions. Thank you, universe. And now it's time for the mask. I love these new moisturizing masks. They just came out like 25 years ago. Our eye skin is our most delicate skin. Everyone says their eye skin is very delicate skin. Mine is more delicate than yours is. But follow these steps. Cotton pads bags, burger patties, post-it notes. You want to leave the mask on for a good 20 minutes. Did you write all the scripts for the videos that you did? No, I wrote them with um, Sarah Leon, who is still at W. I think she's the digital director. Thank you very, very much. I love those so much. But I acted it without her. That was all (laughs) me. Well, yeah, I did high school theater. I went to college as a voice major. I wanted to be on Broadway. I did community theater oh for gosh. like 10 years. And it's so funny. I laugh about this now because I've, I went right from college into Glamour Magazine. So I've always been in the beauty department. Yeah. And I would be in these musicals and plays that were so bad. But every publicist would come see it because, of course, they wanted to yeah. cater to me or be nice to me. Yeah. So I, I cringe when I think about all these PR people who had <laughs> who to like, sit the through Once Upon a Mattress <laughs> and, you know, applause. And what else do we do? Kiss Me Kate. And, like, I did this forever. Yeah. And only my father was the honest one who would be like, that was the worst thing <laughs> I've ever seen, Jane. Um, yeah, so I'm, I am comfortable and I'm a little of a ham. So all of the worlds collided with those videos. You're like, you know what we should do? Spoofs on the makeup like, yeah. tutorials and shit. Like, how did you come up with that idea? It's genius. Oh, <laughs> funny story. With the makeup, well, the makeup tutorial, yeah, that was, that was, I think, Sarah's. And then we just spitballed it and we're like, we'll just do this. And then you sit there and all the stuff is in front of you and you don't give a shit and you just throw on the powder. And, and then the hair one with, that I did with DJ Quintero, like he's game for a laugh. Like the person has to be game for a laugh and yeah. not take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Um, but we also did one where we did um, an at-home facial and I did it in a hotel room, very fancy, nice hotel. And it was originally sponsored by Lancome. And okay. so... My ad sales team sent, we had done a couple how-tos already. I think we'd done the hair and makeup one. And, and you know, we were clearly explained, like, it is a spoof, and here is a link to the ones that we've done. Yeah. And they pulled their ad when they saw the 
video. Really? Yes. I didn't make fun of, I mean, I made fun of everything, but not their product. Yeah, like I yeah. did include, like their serum was sitting on the shelf or whatever. I, I remember I this. put post-its on my face. I put hamburger I meat on my face. This. We put everything on my face. And, and I remember seeing it maybe before, at some point before the, I remember seeing a Lancome ad and I was like, with your videos and I was like wow good for Lancome no, for and like then, and being that was ballsy gone. <clears throat> right and it was gone that's so Jane's Addiction sponsored by Lancome yeah. Jane's Addiction not sponsored <laughs> by Lancome. anymore mean, you know respect yeah. I understand if it's not for you yeah, yeah it's gotta be on brand you're French whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but like we we told you yeah we, we didn't bait and well, switch we did not bait and switch moment, yeah right that now yeah, maybe yeah you were like ahead of the time and they didn't yeah didn't yeah see it. well i keep posting them because and people are like bring them back and i'm like pay for them and we will <laughs> well i one of the things that i'm doing is um i haven't fully signed yet but i'm probably going to be the beauty editor at large for Lefisiel, oh, US. Oh, very cool. Which has just, just launched slouch. in the US. Total slouch here. Total slouch. <laughs> um, and he wants me to do serial videos. So yeah. I'm like, how much can I push it? How much can Because they are just like Lancome, right. they are French. Yes. Yeah. So we shall see. But he has a sense of humor. Well, I, but, yeah. but I do think like um, Desi, that influencer. Desi I, Perkins? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so she was just on CBS Sunday morning. Oh, I love that show. Me too, right? I'm like, I'm probably the only person. No, it's you and me together. It. Okay, awesome. And Alina Cho, okay. who, if you know who she is, she was an anchor on CNN. She's now a contributor to um, CBS Sunday Morning. She's a friend of mine. She was t So she told me she they did an influencer segment. Oh, so my amazing. whole point of this is that they showed a Desi video, and it seems like Desi maybe isn't making fun of herself, but she seems <laughs> to be at least talking and being real yeah. to the camera. I think that's also like speaking to our generation. We look for realness and mm -hmm. something a little more, you know, mm -hmm. we don't, we're not up for all that gloss, right? So. I agree. But then there are certain people on Instagram where just, you know, they don't make fun of themselves. They are so fabulous. And the comments are like, you're my inspiration. Yeah. I guess, yeah, there's a place for both. Yeah. There's a place for both. Yeah. No one has ever said to me, you're my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. That's a goal. That is a goal. <laughs> you inspire me to never do what you do. <laughs> okay. Okay, what are we at now? Oh, my so gosh. Many so many questions. What's Fraudulent Chef? Thank you. Yeah. Fraudulent Chef is my food blog that I started, I guess, about three or four years ago, documenting my hits and misses in my kitchen. Yeah. Um, we have a weekend house up in the woods, and it has a very roomy kitchen, which New York doesn't have. And all of our, not all of our friends, but we had have so many friends who are either restaurant owners or food writers, and they're always making these, you know, they're making their own fucking vinegar. And yeah. they're just, you know, really highfalutin, creations yeah. Yeah. and we like to create too we like to try things but we know that we're not skilled or educated in it but good olive oil and good garlic and you're good to go and yeah. so we just started we had moved into this town up in the Berkshires this little village and we started making more and more friends and we happened to have this very nice sized screened in porch so mm -hmm. we started having these dinner parties and then mm. we turned, we did them in the wintertime too. And we 
we've kind of slacked off, but we started doing about at least once a month. And then I write mm -hmm. about them. And obviously, everyone is photographing their food these days. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to write about the experience. So I've written about everything from the fried sage leaves that were so easy to make mm. to being confronted at someone else's dinner party by a fellow guest who wanted to know why we stopped inviting her and her husband to dinner. Ooh. But it's, but, but it happens, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and so not just, it's not just about the food or, or I've also written about like, I'm not great at idle conversation sometimes. Like if I'm at a cocktail party, what's I find new? this hard to believe. What's, what, but it's but if you're uncomfortable with someone or you don't yeah. know them very well, you can be like, "How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Right. Good. How are you? It just doesn't go what's anywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, what's new is the worst question to ask someone. What are yeah. you going to say? Well, I I got this mosquito bite that really itches. <laughs> like it's just. Or and if you really have something interesting to say, then you're going to feel like you're bragging. Yeah. So I wrote about how when I'm cooking. I'm in a bubble and I don't have to talk to people because I'm way too busy. Mm -hmm. So it's, I get it, you know, I try to get a little psychological about it. Let's do some throwbacks. Tell us about your most epic press trip ever. I often do think one of the most appreciated moments of fortune in my career is when the Lauders opened up MoMA for us. Mm. And I remember standing in front of Starry Night. Mm -hmm. No, not Starry Night. I think it was, oh my God, what a great story. I can't remember what the painting was. <laughs> it might have been um, the Monet Water Lilies. Oh God, okay. I don't, don't know anything about art. The point is, <laughs> we were the, I was the only one in the whole room. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this doesn't happen. Yeah. It's really special and very generous yeah. of them to do. Yeah. yeah. What about the craziest place you've ever done an interview? Is it like on a private jet? <laughs> you wish. No. The Justin Timberlake interview is coming to mind, even though it wasn't a crazy place. He just wasn't nice, and I was really bummed out about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell us more. Was he was like just. It was. I was there for that. He did you interview too. him too? I did. How was he with you? The one thing I remember was walking into the room and he was looking out the window. It was very dramatic. And then he Upstairs, kind of turned. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it was like a very, I felt like I was in a video. And then he came something. and kissed you. Yeah. Then And then my husband always jokes because I, I was pregnant shortly after that. So he oh. jokes that <laughs> I mean, the father's actually Justin Timberlake. But that didn't really happen. That was an actual video. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Yeah. That's very funny. No, he was just like, let me just put it out. I do not do well with fame. Mm. I have realized yeah. that. I get nervous. And yeah. I, like, if I'm talking, I think it's more about, no, it's not. I just do not do well with fame. Mm -hmm. And I, in, I recorded the interview. And I remember hearing myself be like, oh, I forgot my next question. Oh, what about that? <laughs> you know, so he was probably just frustrated with me or right. like over me and um it was yeah it was just not a great moment and then at the end of the interview I was like oh wait I, for, I one more question what are your thoughts on the scent of smell of gasoline love or hate and he goes love and I'm like okay now I love you yeah anything that stood out to you where you were just like I want to crawl into a hole and die right now like awkward scenarios with either celebs or I recently was meeting with this what do I call them? Because I'm trying to protect them. Meeting with a company to possibly consult for them in-house like three days a week or something. And it was three interviews. And the first one was great. She was super excited. I was super excited. 
The second one came in and was so mean to me. And she kept, like, she would say things like, um, so it's not, it's not for a beauty story, yeah. but mm -hmm. it is something that comes to mind. She would say, well, you know, who came up with the story, your story ideas at W? Um, well, me, yeah. and and how how were they were they um, accepted? Like how you know, like what percentage of your stories got accepted by your boss? How did they do? And I was like, well, my page was actually the most read page and actions purchased mm -hmm. in the mag. And then she looked down at my at, at my resume in her lap, and every time she looked down, I'd have a look on my face like, what the fuck. <laughs> And it, and it really was like a little, a little, do you know who I am? Yeah. But treat me with respect. I didn't walk in there and say, I'm going to take your job. Yeah. And destroy you. Like yeah. I was, I'm a fairly nice person. And, but in retrospect, I think she might've been intimidated. I don't know. But I almost got up and walked out. I almost stood up and said, clearly you don't think I, you know, yeah. she basically was saying, you got fired. <laughs> And you're desperate for this job, and but why should why why would we want to hire you? Yeah, right. And I just was like, I can't, and it yeah. didn't work out. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, I was laid off last year too. All and right, high said, five me. Yes. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. gotta do that again. Maybe I know. Was, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, let me get the water one more time. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, and it was honestly, I was I was at the magazine for. 13 years. Okay, sister. Um, one of the top three in Canada. They went out of print and and I went bye-bye. And? And uh, now I'm freelance. And But I I don't know how you feel, but I like I love it. I love it. And I do, I, I so much resonated with what you said about I'm not making, I'm probably making like a third of what right. I was making. Right, right. But I don't care. I'm so much happier. And so much happier. I love doing this. You can be so much more creative. I can be so much more creative. I have my own site that I started, and I just love doing my own thing. And I don't have to ask my boss to run a story. If I want to write about something, I'm writing about it. Yeah. Are you intermittent fasting? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd Tell love to talk about, about that. Yeah. Um, it's called The 5-2. Okay. It came out of London, I believe. I first read about it in the New York Times. I've been doing it fairly loosely, but I have been doing it for probably four or five years now. Wow. So it's, um, the, there's a book on it, which I always compare it to like that book. He's just not that into you. Okay. You read the title. Do you really need to read the book? Right. <laughs> and the five, two, like read the, I don't know. I don't have the book, but it's essentially two days out of the week. So long as they're not consecutive, you, uh, limit yourself to 400 calories. Okay. I don't count my calories. I did when I first started it. Mm -hmm. I just snack on those days. So okay. I'll eat cashews or dried fruit, which I know is heavy in sugar, whatever. Turkey jerky is a big one. Like, I live for turkey jerky. Okay. Whole, whole foods, whole foods, turkey jerky. Okay. It's the only one I can really deal with. Yeah. And I don't count those calories, but I know I'm snacking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I will admit that I get a little... I don't, it's not really body dysmorphic, but it's kind of diet dysmorphic, mm -hmm. where instead of the 5-2, I'm more like the 4-3. <laughs> so it's, it, was, it used to be just Mondays and Fridays, which when I had an office job, those were usually the days where there was not a business lunch or a business dinner, so you could right. just not have a meal. Um, but now I kind of throw in Wednesdays, too. Okay. But I lost like 15 pounds when I first wow. did it. Wow. And wow. I've sort of maintained it, so I'm a little less five twoing, 
and yeah. a little more mindful stopping full stop at like six or seven um I, this is we're gonna hit you with the most cliched question ever but it does get to what people want to know which is what's in your bag right now oh my god well it's a muji knapsack yeah <laughs> what is always on me beauty wise is burt's bees lip balm yeah i can't deviate mm -hmm. the classic one i can't deviate number two is vertly have you seen those the yes. cbd lip balms yeah. she's a former w editor yeah claudia mattis so she supplies me <laughs> speaking of weed yeah um so that and then now that i'm riding my bike everywhere sunscreen Although yeah. I, I think i forgot it this morning okay. what's always in my bag beauty wise is only burt's bees lip balm and a beaker bottle yeah and sunscreen yeah either is, super goop okay. or MD Skincare Science. I'm having to think of the logo of each one. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's this new brand called EIR, okay. which, which was made by this woman who's like this professional athlete out in Montauk. And, okay. she, and she does um, physical sunscreens. Okay. Do you notice with the Veritly, is that yeah. what it's called? Do you notice any difference? That I get like, so high? What's the difference between that and your Burt's Bees? What are you getting? My from Burt's that? Bees is just a little th thicker consistency for yeah. me. Yeah. So um, I kind of feel like I'm putting a like serious wax on my lips, mm -hmm. which is just something I have to, I gravitate more toward. Yeah. Vertly, I have noticed no calming effects. Like I don't think yeah. it changes me at all. Yeah. It's a terrific scent. Okay. And I'm not a pot smoker, so I don't know if it's related to pot. I think it's just right. like a nice shea butter scent. Yeah, yeah. But I will <laughs> tell people about Vertly and make them try it and people will be like, no, I, I had a really bad experience with pot in college. <laughs> You're not going to yeah. feel any different. Yeah. It's just, it's moisturizing, right? That's oh, it's the, really moisturizing. The and, yeah. and she came out with a body lotion. Okay, cool. So she's expanding. But yeah. it's a really beautifully packaged product as well. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, we wanted right. to ask you a bit about beauty supplements because we feel like they're popping off a little bit more here than... Yeah. at home yeah. so do you have you had an experience with taking any beauty supplements or do you think they're bullshit or like what I think your... they're less bullshit than they were um, I still have not taken any just because I'm kind of a purist and you know Frank Lipman yeah okay so he he has me on like vitamin D magnesium a couple other things because I'm getting older um, and I just don't want to disturb the cocktail of my health mm-hmm for my hair mm -hmm. or my skin. What I should do, and I'm just too lazy, is bring the ones that I'm intrigued with to him mm -hmm. and have him be like, oh, that's fine, that's fine, which I'm sure he would say. Yeah, get him to analyze it on your new podcast. On my new podcast, thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, episode one. See, we're already promoting you. <laughs> I, now I have to just come up with a name. <laughs> I was thinking Jane Explains. Either that yes. or, well, the, for the blog, it's either Jane Explains or what I really want is the Duchess of Pulchritude. Okay. okay. Pulchritude means beauty. No one ever uses that word. Oh, bringing it and back. And it's so obnoxious that I think if I could try to get away with it. I'm seeing it I'm, as a hashtag. I'm pretty sure that URL is not taken. <laughs> <laughs> and that's half the bottle. Thanks for tuning in. Visit BreakingBeautyPodcast.com for details on all the damn good products we talked about in today's episode. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. That way you'll get every episode delivered right to your inbox. You won't miss a single thing. 
or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And please show us some love by rating us or reviewing us in iTunes. See you next time. Like a cherry bomb.